0: In case you were wondering, yes, I do read that intro every single time I record the episode. Do you like it? How can I improve? There is still time for you to submit your opinions about the show to the survey I have deployed at tinyurl.com forward slash dead drop one. That's D-E-A-D-D-R-O-P and the number one. The link is in the show notes as well. I'd really like to hear your opinions on the show. It will only take you a couple of minutes. Today's news is another round of big acquisitions made by Sony, some Steam curator scammers that were shown what for, and a couple of extra little bonus things. Very developer and industry heavy this week, so let's get into it. This is your transfer as of the 1st of September, 2022. These are the new stories that you need to know. From Software, the Japanese developer behind games like Elden Ring and Dark Souls, has announced that it will be selling minority stakes to both Sony and Tencent. Which is very unusual for that particular studio. FromSoft has been able to distribute their games in Japan by publishing them themselves, but usually relying on other publishers to make it available to the rest of the planet, Bandai Namco being one of these publishers. Now with a relationship with both Sony and Tencent, they're looking to create long-lasting relationships to enable an easier model of publishing, particularly if they're trying to target a western audience for their games. But don't worry, FromSoft isn't selling a majority share it will still own 69.66% of the studio and Sony will have a 14% and Tencent a 16% stake in the studio. This is usually a very good time for rumours such as Bloodborne 2 to start coming out of the woodwork. Just remember, they are just rumours. In other PlayStation news, they've also acquired Savage Game Studios in order to focus on mobile game development, but don't worry. These are not the terrible games you'd imagine based on pre-existing games. They are looking to create brand new games for on the go with current and brand new PlayStation IP. This acquisition is a big boon for them as well, because among staff in that Savage Games Studios team are veteran developers from Rovio, Zynga, Wargaming and more. Now, it should be noted in a post Diablo Immortals world, which talks massively about the exploitation and gathering of funds, more so than having a good game experience, let's hope the PlayStation is looking to upend that kind of opinion on mobile gaming and create something brand new and innovative in the space. Not long after Sony announced the PlayStation 5 models were going to be increasing in price for almost every other market except for the US, it seems that some PlayStation 5 models are starting to become lighter. Packaging information on models that are appearing in Australia show that the disc version weighs 300 grams less than last year's models, and the digital version 200 grams less. This makes the disc version almost the same weight as the digital version upon release. We cannot help but make the comparison here that as they remove parts to save money on the development of the console, they're also increasing the price in markets like Australia. I can only hope that this means they're continuously improving the design, and perhaps when a lighter, smaller, slimmer version of the PlayStation 5 finally comes out, that we can enjoy something significantly smaller than the already gargantuan console. In what I promised to be the last acquisition story for this week, NetEase, a Chinese games and tech company, has successfully acquired Quantic Dream, the game development studio responsible for games such as Detroit Become Human, Beyond Two Souls, and the upcoming game Under the Waves. NetEase previously had a minority stake in the company, but now has gone to full blown ownership and the French studio, amid all of the acquisitions and offers being thrown around the industry, seemed to just jump on this as an opportunity because the price was just too good and being acquired was just a matter of time. David Cage, the current head of the studio, has said that our industry is undergoing a profound mutation through a wave of acquisitions and their central position in the industry of Quantic Dream and other developers are now more correctly valued. So the money was just too good. An indie developer on Steam has very cleverly unveiled a set of Steam curator groups that have been removed from the platform because they were scamming developers for CD keys that they would then on-sell to other people in order to make profit. Now this sounds incredibly complicated, but Steam as a platform, allows any user to be a Steam curator and with enough clout, they can then contact indie developers and AAA developers for Steam keys so that they can play, test the game and then provide a review. It seems there's been a subculture of curators that are actual scammers that ask indie developers for CD keys that they then put on markets such as G2A or other private CD key selling markets in order to make money off those keys. Now the developer of Brock the Investigator, the solo indie dev Cowcat Games, has smoked out these scammers by, upon asking, providing a fake game key that led to a broken version of the game. Cowcat was overwhelmed with requests for his new game and keys in order to test it, and provide reviews. He provided to every single request, regardless of whether he thought they were a scammer or not, one of these broken keys, and several of them came back and said the game is broken and. You'd presume that they were actual Steam curators looking to provide a genuine review from the game. But the other curator groups that asked for a key did not indicate that it's broken and in fact were selling it on to someone else. Now, what they suspect has happened is that those scammers received a backlash from the people they sold the broken games to. And on that note, they have then come back to the game and left negative reviews. So it looked like it was being reviewed, bomb, for seemingly no reason. But of course, Kalkak Games worked with Steam and Valve in order to smoke out these individuals that had sold on those keys, and they have now been removed from Steam. So there's a massive set of curator groups that have been removed from Steam because they were scamming devs for CD keys. It is a truly elaborate scheme that is absolute genius. I urge you to read the article from Eurogamer that's linked in the show notes as it provides all the details. I definitely can't do it justice on this show alone. Only weeks after we talked about Logitech getting together with Tencent to create a cloud gaming handheld as images of the device leaked. And we can see that it's built very much in the same shape and design as a Nintendo Switch, even has a Switch-like UI where you can scroll through apps and games, but it appears to have Google Play access and is running Android, which could mean Android apps feature quite prominently and access to the Google Play Store may be part of the backbone there. Also visible in these leaked pictures for apps indicating Xbox Cloud Gaming and NVIDIA's GeForce Now service would be available on it as well. Now you'd wonder, these are just leaked images, how could they possibly be correct, but they have been DMCA'd on Twitter to be removed, which more than likely means that they were pretty much on track there. The fidelity and type of the images probably indicates that the device is going to be coming very shortly, so if cloud gaming is a part of your workflow, then keeping an eye on this Logitech gaming handhold might be great for you. Lastly, Warner Brothers, in partnership with Rocksteady Studios, is launching a games academy in the UK that is looking to offer game development and industry training to individuals aged 18 or older in the UK. The goal is to provide access to education for non-traditional pathways into the industry, such as for those who can't access university courses or internships. It will be free and it will even have financial assistant bursaries available for travel or childcare. So if you're based in the UK and this is something that interests you, it seems that deadlines for the applications will close on September 23 and candidates will be notified in mid-October. After living in the UK for a short time, I know that game development and training is well provided over there and it's a great hub to start for anyone's career. So if you're in the UK and you're looking at getting into games, this might be a great avenue for you. And that was the gaming industry news that you need to know. If you're new to the podcast, welcome to the Dead Drop Network. Head to deaddroppod.com to check out the sources of the stories and more. If you enjoyed the podcast, leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Follow me on Twitter at Matt if you'd like to share your thoughts on the show. Join me every Monday and Thursday for the latest game news. And make sure to tell your friends about the Dead Drop. Stay safe, stay well, and I'll see you here in a couple of days.